Hello there. I'm Colleen. I'm Anders. And I'm Daniel. We're three nerds that met through our love of science fiction and fantasy storytelling. Of course, one of our favorites is George Lucas's signature achievement, Star Wars. And if there's one thing the internet definitely doesn't have enough of, it's nerds talking about Star Wars. So here we are with yet another Star Wars podcast, where each week we discuss one of the films in the current Star Wars canon. From the sands of Tatooine to the levels of Coruscant, we cover it all. Yet another Star Wars podcast is available wherever you get your podcast and is part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. Hello and welcome to Recent Activity, your new favorite entertainment review podcast that attempts to cover every film, every show, all at once. I am your co-host, Andrew Morgan. With me, as always, are the co-captains of the Mandalorian Paintball League. It's Shane Beauregard. Oh, I'm so fired up. Let's get into this. <laughs> and Chris Brodell. Grogu shots don't count. <laughs> Grogu shot first. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. It's an it's an adorable scene, but uh we'll 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 talk about how much any of that actually matters because on this episode, we are going to do our TV check-in update with three shows. Ted Lasso, which is back in our lives, I believe three episodes in now. Is that where we are? And uh, the shrinking finale, because we've been talking up that show for, what, a couple months now. And we will start with the Disney Plus staple that we were so anxious to see. uh, Now with five episodes in, having their sixth air this Wednesday when this episode should be out. uh, The Mandalorian. We will start there. Um Shane, as you said, you're all fired up. I guess I'll toss it to you first. Where's your head at with The Mandalorian? Because we're in, what, season three, right? Yeah. And it seems a little early for this show to have peaked. Usually around season three or four is when shows tend to be, like, the best version of themselves. And uh, I don't think you or I feel that way, and probably Chris as well. No, I... Uh, this show, I, this is my favorite Star Wars vehicle, possibly of all time, because as you guys know, I am not a Star Wars person. Right. And this season is so disjointed, is the word I come up with. They have too many storylines going on, none of which I really give a two craps about. Uh, I'm over Grogu. I'm sorry. I just wish they would kill him off at this point. Just Can we just kill him? <laughs> he looks oh, so good. He looks so goofy when he jumps around and hops now. I'm like, just stay in your little craft or don't come out at all. I don't want to see you. Um, It's like your dad voice. (laughs) Stay in your craft. (laughs) Yeah. Don't come out. Like, I think we talked a little bit off mics. Like, there's too many Mandalorians to follow now. I I just focus on Mando and Bo-Katan. This, as sad as this is, this is probably my favorite episode of the series so far. Yeah, episode five, yeah. Yeah, and maybe it's because all the Bo-Katan stuff. But yeah, this show is all over the place, and I don't care. Like the Empire story with that female in it, like she, I don't know what they're trying to do with that storyline. No, I and do, how he, unfortunately. And I don't like hers, and I don't know. I she, she's got that mug on her face. I just want to punch her. And then <laughs> uh, Moffat, what, what's the guy's name that escaped from the pod? Moff Gideon. Yeah, Moff Gideon. Yeah. I don't care about that storyline either. Just give me more Mando, man. Give me more Mando. Maybe some more sack off. And let's go. This this show's all over the place, and I don't care. And it's sad because the first two seasons were really good. And I think there are already, like you said, 
it peaked. It, it, I think it's already peaked because now how many episodes we got left? Five, maybe? It's like, I don't know where they're going with this. No, like only three. Okay, it's an so, eight episode thing, which, by the way, okay. what that's what the, the canary in the coal mine was when the first episode is 30 minutes and it barely does anything. It's kind of a recap show. And you're like, wait, this season's only eight episodes long. Why are you wasting my time? Yeah, so I don't know where they're trying to take us, but they better get there quick because they're losing me. They're losing me. Yeah, they're losing me like the Space Pirates lost that battle. Just like quick and just, you know, I don't know what's happening. Just a lot of uh, messiness in the in the sky there. Chris, uh, you feeling the same way, buddy? Uh, I, I feel like I nitpick this show so much. Like, uh, there's no enjoyment anymore. Like, uh, even if I'm trying to enjoy it. Yeah there's something that just sets me off. Like I think the overall look of the show seems cheap. And this is a modern telling Mm -hmm. of this story. Right. Compared to, you know, uh, the original trilogy where obviously those were people in rubber suits. Yeah. But somehow they made it look good. Right. Yeah. Now it just seems like everyone is, it's too clean, too referential yeah of of certain things that like okay i'm not a follower of clone wars i'm not a follower of any of the uh animated series right so these are all new characters to me so i don't get all excited if i see a familiar face on screen because they're not right you know other than previous season i know bo and you know the rest i forget their names because i'm just interested in the mandalorian sometimes grogu or baby yoda Mm-hmm. <laughs> but overall it's just like okay now you're you're trying to connect to the later trilogies with your stories it's become obvious to that right plus but, all the animated shows yeah and i i understand you have you have to have like some connective tissue because you are in this universe but i don't know i'm just like okay who who are we following now you know, like right. Shane was saying, uh, you know, there's so many characters now that you're just like, who do I care about? I, I don't right. care about any of them at this point. But, yeah. uh, you know, I wish I can just sit down and say, hey, it's Wednesday. New Mando. Let's enjoy. <laughs> I, I know. Can't. Yeah. Instead, I'm bracing for the hit, essentially, uh, the hit to my soul, yeah. because li- like we kind of mentioned and, and, you know, Shane, and I talked about it off air for a minute there, like. This show shouldn't be called The Mandalorian anymore because it's The Mandalorians. It's Bo-Katan and The Mandalorians. It has very little to do with Mando, uh, Din Djarin, however we want to keep using the propers. Because, again, you can call him Mando when he's the only fucking Mandalorian. But now there's a whole crew of them who decided to live in the worst place imaginable. Where, it, <laughs> oh, let's live by the water. Nothing's scaring them. Oh, God! Oh, God, this thing in the water is going to kill us all. Oh, oh, thank God we're not getting attacked by air. Oh, shit! Look at these giant birds coming out here. Oh, he stole my son! Holy shit! That probably, we couldn't have seen that coming. Oh, this has happened before? Oh, I guess we could have seen that coming. Oh, shit. Hey, let's steal their birds and turn them into Mandalorians. What? What are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? Mm. So, yeah, every every foundling is a Mandalorian. That's what we've talked about. Um, 
this is the way, guys. This is the way <laughs> oh, now in no. this season. And but does it have to be? <laughs> I, yes. <laughs> for them, I think they have to. Like, I think. Did you say this to me, Chris? I forget whether um, maybe the Pedro Pascal effect is happening here, where because he's on another show, he's going to be on another mm-hmm. show for you know a couple of seasons here. That maybe Mando is on a clock for him to where maybe they're trying to wrap his character up or sideline his character a little bit, <laughs> and they were like, "Well, we got to get Mandalorian stuff out here, so screw Pedro Pascal. Let's just make it about other people." for a little bit and you know that's a possibility i just find it funny that like in this day and age here we are three people that are on you know different parts of uh the east coast yeah we're talking to each other and we're recording our conversation <laughs> yeah so you think hey pedro record your uh lines yeah we'll take them and uh we'll have your uh your stunt guy walking around yeah which uh was i heard uh the the guy who's under the helmet is uh, John Wayne's grandson. Oh, is that right? So I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Well, then he but, must uh, be pissed <laughs> as much as I am that this show used to be a Western and now it's yeah. not even fucking close. Um, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I have a little, I don't know. It's a good theory, but the way John Favreau maps stuff out, I would have a hard time believing that he didn't think three or four seasons already plotted out the way no, Favreau he's straight maps up everything. Oh, you did. I, I saw an interview where not not that he said that Pedro Pascal stuff, but like he straight up said he's like, yeah, we have some ideas, but like we're just enjoying this universe. This show can go on forever and, and ever, and I uh, think maybe other people might not agree. Right. <laughs> and they don't have it kind of mapped out though. Yeah, and I agree with. I, I guess I agree with that, and I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to do a jumping off point for when Bo Katan has her own show because she's supposed to have her own show. So maybe they're trying to set her up a little bit more. One connected to the Oshuka stuff. I'm sure there's going to be another kind of plot line if you're going so big picture with this rise of the new order, essentially like the infancy of the new order stuff. Right. Um, like like too much, too soon, too fast, or whatever. They're trying to overstuff everything now. Yeah, because, again, that's the problem with the Marvel shows, the Marvel Universe that they're having, where it's, like, too much, uh, too fast. And uh, the one thing that I could say, uh, uh, like, Shane kind of said I didn't know where this is going, but, Chris, you kind of gave me, like, this, you know, knowing kind of look here that I'm sure you're on the same page of. They only brought this in because they want to show that the New Order is creeping up. They mentioned the cloning tech, and it's all about either... A, uh, the whole Emperor is a clone thing. That's how the next movies are going to go. Or yeah. the, the whole clone troopers thing or however these things go. So it's all, it's all you know, kind of going back to, to basics in a way or, or cleaning up yeah. the mess, I uh, weirdly enough, um, to try to do that. But at this point, Mando could just fuck himself. Like him and Grogu should just like you know be like, all right, guys, we'll see you later. Just have some episode where him and Grogu just go off and you'd be like, all right, we're gonna go, you know, be a sheriff now or whatever the hell. Like I'm gonna take up that job because apparently Bo-Katan's got my job, so I'm just gonna leave um, and do that. Prior to all that, I mean, what was she doing anyway? She was sitting on a throne waiting for people to show up for her to go go away. Right, and the only thing I don't know, did you want? I assume Shane definitely didn't, but Chris, did you watch any of like Rebels or any of the animated shows? No, no. Okay, 
Because I assume a lot of people seem to like kind of be like, oh, we know what's coming because they seen that show. And Filoni was one of the, you know, showrunners of those. So, like, it's all going to mash together because it's his show here and his show before. So, I think, I don't know if people knowingly know that Bo-Katan's going to break bad again and really screw over all the Mandalorians or however it goes. I don't know. Um, or whether it's a positive thing, and this is like what she's set up to do, where she's like kind of the the person who's bringing everybody to the table, all the tribes together. So I don't know, but all I know is it has nothing to fucking do with the Mandalorian, and uh, I feel like you know we're we're in you know Book of Boba Fett territory, where it's mm. like, all right, yes. well, <laughs> Mando fulfilled his mission. Only to just get Bo Katan to see the mythosaur and I'm out. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Pretty much. His like, job is just I, to bring Bo Katan in. <laughs> I think I mentioned to you guys that uh, you know, I would have preferred maybe the whole season to be him trying to, you know, bathe himself in the waters and, you know, the, things just get into the way and and you know, up oh, he almost had it. Right. Oh, it was almost there. Right. And then by season's end, you know, you can have multiple storylines come together. But it was like episode two. Yep, I bathed in the, the waters. Let's go. It's like, so what are you doing? Right. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, I don't know if I said it on air, but I definitely said it to you guys. Uh, the whole Grogu thing is I just, I picture him like a young Yoda. Well, yeah, because he basically is. He's <laughs> well, yeah, same same creature, but he is he's more spiritual. He's he's not he's a pacifist. He's a Buddhist. You right. know? He's not a fighter. So why are we getting him chain mail? Why are we getting him practice uh, with weaponry? You know, like <laughs> yeah. a Mandalorian. Yeah, I just want it, someone who sh- just doesn't fit. Right. I just want someone to shoot him in the head while he's sleeping. He's just oh yeah. <laughs> Well, it'll bounce small... off because he's got that giant thing of armor Ugh. around his neck now. That I lo- Dude, shout out to every podcast that I've listened to that has either called it the Flavor Flav clock around his neck or called him Slick Rick for a minute. Like, all these things where it's just beautiful. I want all the, the Grogu hip-hop albums images that could possibly be made on the internet. Somebody needs to get on that. Ugh. All right, I will. <laughs> yeah, please. Please do. Give him the eye patch too. Give him fucking everything. It'll be amazing. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, see, if he got out of his pod to do like, uh, you know, throwing down some cardboard and challenging people to break dance, now that's a fucking show I'd watch. <laughs> Fuck Rogu paintball. Two electric boogaloo. Yes. <laughs> Let's do it. I want the Beastie Boys. I want everybody like huddling around, go, oh shit, <laughs> and maybe. Done. Hey, maybe if Mando doesn't have anything to do, he could freestyle rap, too. Let's just make this as oh, weird God. and crazy as we possibly can. That's what I'm hoping yeah. for. But, Let's do yeah, it. I agree with you, uh, Shane, though, on the whole, uh, you know, setting up the Empire thing. It's distracting. It's, it's, it's a whole different tone of the show. And, honestly, the way this show kind of just jumps in and out of even just the the Mando Bo-Katan storyline and going back and forth with that one, that was a jarring episode altogether. And what's weird is that the order of these episodes 
I think we've talked about this before. Seems like they were like, no, 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 we can't have it be this way. We need to jump ahead with like more action stuff up front. And then we need to, you know, put the like empire stuff in. We need to shoehorn that here because we're going to end here. I feel like it just kind of like they cut and paste different pieces together. It doesn't feel like episodes to me. Right. They feel like it's random. They're not in order. Like, what happened to that doctor? I just assume now he's lobotomized and we're not going to see him again. Like, yeah, yeah, he's okay. going to be trolling in the corner of some episode coming soon, and that'll be it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, man. Yeah, I'm just – I'm getting pretty close to being over with this show, which is sad and for me to say. That's another one, Chris. Put that. Put this in your uh, arsenal, too. One, over the, one flew over the cuckoo's nest – yeah. Where like the shock therapy the thing, doctor. put that with the yeah exactly. Let's toss him next to Nicholson and Big Chief, and let's get. But it here's over. the funny thing: as much as we're trashing this show, still better than Obi Wan. Sad, right? Yeah, <laughs> because yeah, at I, least when I it kind of agree, I know when it because when it works, it works. <laughs> and, and sadly, this is what I was saying t- uh, to you, Shane. I agree with you that this last episode was the best episode because it's kind of fun seeing all the Mandalorians fight all at once but at the same time it's not what the show is <laughs> so it's like yes i like this but i also am worried for the show because this is happening so it's a weird feeling to have all that in one space so that's my concern and then to end the episode where it's like oh here you bokatan here's your big mission cool mandalorian <laughs> dinjarin go go fuck off somewhere we don't care about you anymore <laughs> bokatan's gonna unite everybody um, uh, she's going to backstab everybody is what she's going to do. I, I feel that's probably going to happen because that's the drama, right? And then maybe Ashuka right. is involved somehow and all this other stuff. And maybe she breaks bad and helps the New Order. So I don't fucking know. It's, it's, I'm not going to watch 90 episodes of animated Star Wars content to get back in the game. I'm, I'm just not. So, nope. um... I don't know and, what the, uh, to I was going to say, where where does uh, Ahsoka come from? Uh, I mean, when does her series start? Yeah, so they list uh, Ahsoka as set to be released on Disney Plus in mid to late 2023. So it'll be the next uh, seri- you know, series to come out in the Star Wars universe. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so we'll see. I, I would assume that they're going to do some kind of handoff with that somewhere. I mean, it's it's kind of turning into, like, the CW, like, DC universe, you know, where it's like, this one's this one's Arrow in season three, where the Flash is going to come right behind it, and, you know, let's tie into that, and then, oh, then we'll tie into Legends of Tomorrow and Supergirl oh. and all this other all right. shit, so. So you're saying I can jump ship at any point? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Especially as far as Arrow was. Arrow, like, I think was good for... Not around this point. That's way too early, but, you know, not too far off. So, you know, why am I going to watch The Mandalorian when the show doesn't care about The Mandalorian? That's what I would ask anyone who's like, oh, man, give it a chance, or, oh, this will get it. Why do I care anymore? Your two lead characters, you're like, cool, we're going to have them play paintball. We're going to have them get saved by Bo-Katan a bunch, and we're going to, the hell is oh, have a... Grogu hug a bunch of people awkwardly like that that's what we're uh we're doing in this show apparently so i don't know and so any hope anything that can pull you back i mean we only have three episodes that's what my big concern is with this at this point 
there's not a lot that can pull me back unless Mando and Bo-Katan break that sexual tension they have and just start <laughs> knocking boots. Yeah, That's it. They got some uh, Fox and they got some Mulder Scully tension going on. And this is make it take the next logical step. That's what will bring me back. It automatically brought up that song, You Can Leave Your Hat On, but in j- yeah. just change it with the helmet thing. Yeah. It's perfect. Just, yeah. I was going to say, uh, they can't knock boots. They have to knock helmets because yeah. they yeah. can't take them off. Yeah. Right. Like two right. offensive linemen well, having sex. Bo-Katan can ah. take her helmet off now, apparently, because she walks between two worlds now. So Yeah, but I think it still would be frowned upon. Mm. Yeah. Because she's <laughs> kept it on, uh, I think, from that point forward. I think. I think someone just made a note like, she hey, took you it have off Katie Sackhoff. Why is she wearing yeah. a helmet? <laughs> she took it off at the end of the episode. Yeah. They said it was cool. Like, gotcha. she walked okay. with the armorer. Oh, yeah. The because, thing. yeah, the the uh, blacksmith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the blacksmith, which, that, that gave me tension in that one, where she's like, you know, take off your helmet. And she's like, mm, she's hesitant. And then she does it, and I thought the blacksmith was going to say, gotcha, you are, <laughs> it's a trap. You're, you're, you know, yeah. whatever, yeah. dog yeah. water again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I also love, and, and uh, you know, I did hear sort of this on other podcasts. Isn't it hilarious that she's like, all right, cool, cool, cool. Love that mythosaur. Cool, cool, cool. Kind of an owl on the other side that'd be cool like like it's a tattoo shop like they have like a bunch of like stuff hanging up okay we only have molds for this 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 like it's like it's a betty boop and like uh you know like those other ones that people would here's a heart with a sword through it oh okay i want the owl and i want the mythosaur oh cool 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 (laughs) can i have the jake lloyd uh looking character peeing on um the rebel um alliance yes Ooh, how very calvin and Hobbes of you <laughs> yes yes um so yeah all right I, i'm with you guys like i honestly don't know where it's going i don't know how much i care about where it's going i'll finish the season because this is what we do but again we keep saying this about the star wars shows and it's it's kind of <laughs> aggravating these reluctant uh, tune-ins that I'm I'm getting mixed up with, but let's uh, let's check in with two shows that we absolutely do like, or at least I, I haven't really talked to you guys a lot about Lasso, and I'm hoping that's a good thing. Um, Ted Lasso, we're now in uh, episode three, with episode four coming out on Wednesday. Um, how are we feeling about season three here? Where again, like you know, it's a show that I truly enjoy. I love the universe. But they are messing with it just a little bit. And I'm curious. We'll start with Chris because we started with Shing last time. How are you feeling about this season and Zava, right? Zava, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Zava. Yeah. Zava. Z-A-V-A. It's a big, uh, big component with a new character. I, I think you need something of a shakeup, especially to, uh, to like, put Jamie in his place. Sure. You know, because he was, uh, you know, number one hot shot. And now here's this other guy who we had this idea given to us that this guy is, you know, he knows who he is. He's, you know, the hot shot. He knows how good he is. He's the bad boy. Yeah. And then when, you know, he comes around, he's just like the Zen guy. And yeah. Everything's cool. And. You know, he's got the whole team on his side. I'm like, what is going on here? I don't know, like, how I should feel about him. Yeah. But he's making the team better. 
but I think that's going to kind of nip Ted in the butt because, uh, you know, he's already been questioned as a coach. Right. You know, a guy that, you know, here we are three seasons in that he doesn't really get the game yet, but he's tied. He's, you know, won a couple of games. Right. You know, he, he falls into it. Yeah, but, every time he makes a step up, somebody else seems to get the credit. Like when at the end of season two, even though they got back in the Premier League, you know, it was, you know, the wonderkin, the wonder kid, however you want to yeah. uh, do that. And now he's coaching on another team and they're praising him for being a tactician, all this stuff. And that lasso's just kind of this, you know, he's a leader of sorts. He's a guru. You can get, he's a glue piece, but he's not like known for being a big person in the sport, uh, the deep yeah. knowledge and all that stuff. So that's, you're right. He's always going to get kind of undersold and having an ace player that makes your team instantly that much better, like tipping them over into a, like a elite team. Yeah. He's going to take a back seat again too. the shame. I'm, I'm curious your viewpoint on the show. And also like, is the Zava thing too much, though? I realize that they probably needed a shakeup, but is it t- sucking up all the oxygen in the room? Because we still kind of like left last season with, you know, Ted dealing with his divorce stuff and, you know, the rivalry w- between coaches and the love thing between the owner and player. So there's a lot of things that kind of have taken a back seat because of Zava. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. And, maybe some things will come back up later in the season. Like the, the love between the owner who is, God, she's scorching hot and yeah. uh, the yeah. player. I mean, she is scorching hot. And um, I like the Zava character though. I like how eccentric he is. I like that. He's yeah. going to push Jamie to a better level and it's going to bring Roy and Jamie closer together. I like that factor in there. Um, I like the storyline with the reporter hanging around the team because at the end of season three, he's going to have a real moral dilemma there that it sets up for. I like the season overall. I don't mind the Zava stuff. And maybe, you know, how some TV shows are. Like after a season, they just kind of, some for some reason, just drop storylines all together and sure. just come up, with, come up with new ones. And uh, Connor and Chris's point, like the way I picture Ted is I don't think he'll ever be a, like a good soccer coach, but he's a good CEO and he brings people together and he knows how to motivate. Right. Of course. And that's why he leans on uh, Coach Beard and everything. But I would like to start seeing the Nate storyline come back into play a little bit more because that's where it's going to, that's what, that's where everything is going to come to an head is when they play Nate's team. So I want to see more, of what's going on with Nate at this point. We got a little glimpse in, I think, episode two. Yeah. Where he put that guy in the dum-dum, the dum-dum box or whatever he called it, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, this show still got me all fired up and hooked into, man. Mm-hmm. I look forward to Wednesdays. That's how I end my day on Wednesdays. Ted Lasso night. Very and it has not disappointed <laughs> yet. In the, yeah. Have I mentioned the owner's scorching hot? Scorching <laughs> <Yes>. hot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, good news for you, Shane. The episode this week is entitled Big Week, where uh, it's about them gearing up to play West Ham. uh, There you go. Against Nate. So uh, you will get your prayers answered. And the one other thing between, you know, saying as a counter to um, Mandalorian is this is episode three. You are now coming up with four. And we have 12 episodes. 
in this season, mm-hmm. not eight. So we're not like halfway through. We're not hitting the panic button that they won't land every storyline or any of that stuff, too. I think this show has plenty of mileage, and I have the utmost confidence in them. So I don't think we're going to lose anything. I think everything will kind of smooth out as it gets further along. Did, did we get confirmation that they're doing another season? They keep teasing that. This is it. From what I, everything everything I heard, okay. this is it. Yeah. Here's my yeah. big question, though. Is Roy and Keeley getting it back together? See, that's all messed up now, right? Because like, they keep our teasing that of course and you know i i I don't know there's so many of those like love triangle things like just poking around like is ted gonna get with uh what smelly what's her what's her real name uh the Uh, best friend there sissy sissy i think that might be right yeah 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 Yeah. something like that Uh, i always screw it up but i'm just like oh it's it's keely's friend right exactly that's it oh well yeah that's a whole yeah no it's actually uh keely's friend is the one who works with her and yeah. then the owner's friend no, 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 is but, uh, uh, Sissy. Oh, I'm the owner's friend. Yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. The scorching hot owner's friend. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I yeah. take that too. And listen, this show does everything it can. I, I am a complete uh, Angliophile. Like, I love the British accent. Like, the Spice Girls completely changed yeah. my pubescence, like, you know, my, my whole, like, look on women and everything else at the right time. So, like, between that, Kate Winslet, Toss in anything you got. I'm like, Rachel Vice, like, uh, ugh. It just, it keeps going and going and going. It just kills me. I like almost all my, my numero unos, uh, you know, are all there. So, um, yeah. Uh, it's weird though. I never had a princess die thing. I never was a monarchy person at all. Yeah, um, me either. Yeah. Um, so I she was pretty. <laughs> so besides looking forward to uh, the West Ham game this week, anything that you want to see that you're maybe uh, not into at this point? Anything? Because I think they're doing a good job. It's just I want to see where it's going. They got a good pace going right now. Like I said, the reporter I think is going to be the second biggest storyline because he has a shot at redemption in a way because the way he kind of fucked over Roy, right? Uh, and you know Roy kept that article. This could be a turnaround, and I'm not going to spoil episode three because some big things happen, but it does set up for his redemption arc, kind of. Is he going to take it? Sure. And, you know, see what happens from that. I think that's the other big storyline. So I'm looking forward to see what he does there. Yeah, it was an interesting ad. Um, uh, Hopefully they they really don't just kind of dodge that one. That'll be interesting to see how that all goes into the fabric of the show. Chris, how about you? Yeah, no, I just, uh, I... I hope it sticks to landing. You know, I, I, you know, I don't want them to squander on some of the uh, storylines. I don't want them to just be like, uh, all right, let's uh, let's tie that one up. That's nice bow there, right? And let's move on. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I think it's being done well. Uh, Bill Lawrence, as we've stated on many occasions, is good with characters. Yeah, and he's he's. He hasn't failed us yet. True. Uh, he is. He's done well with these characters, uh, as we'll discuss with uh, shrinking. You know, I, I forget how long Scrubs ran for. Oh God! But, I, like it, but it went that past for, a Zach Braff, basically. Yeah. So that should have been that should have been like a flash in the pan. You know, listen, they they were young doctors or or what, what's the terminology the, i know, I know i'm trying to search i'm it. blanking 
But anyways, you know, they're, Resi- they're young residents? students. Residents? Residents. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, they're young residents, and you know, there's only so many years you can do that right. before it's like, all right, are they going to be doctors yet? Right. But everything worked well with them, and you know, it, it was such a good show. Such a this is going to sound bad. It was such an odd way uh, that it was structured. Mm-hmm. You know, you have JD is is our character that we're following, and you know, he has a lot of daydreaming sections. Right of uh the episodes and whatnot and it it was it was something that we hadn't seen too much on tv before yeah because i mean come on there was dream on where you know you'd have his moments (laughs) yeah sure but you know still each character you cared about each week yeah and the same goes for ted lasso the same goes for uh shrinking yeah Uh, so i i think as long as they keep that up we're good Absolutely. And let's get into shrinking then. We can end on that. Um, the finale happened, uh, what is it, a couple weeks ago now? It's so, it feels it's so like forever odd. ago. I know. Yeah. It really does. Um, and the weird part, too, especially I'm so lost without having, like, because Lasso, Mandalorian, that's two Wednesday shows. You know, like, yeah. uh, it's so tough to have just two of my shows on one day and then the rest of the week is like nothing. <laughs> Um, I'm get I'm going to start back up with succession. I'm behind on that, but yeah, this is, it's weird now that we're post last of us post poker face that we're just kind of like free agents out there, but let's talk about that finale. I really liked it, but I, I do want to get into the actual, the way it ends ends too, but we can get into how we felt about it overall. And obviously for anybody who's been listening to this point, it's a finale. We're going to talk about it full full stop. So if you haven't watched it, you know, feel free to come back and see us again next week because this is how we're going to end. Shane, let's go with you, buddy. How did you feel about the finale and how it tied into the whole season? I, I loved every minute of the finale. I thought it tied everything beautifully. I liked Harrison Ford's arc where he finally reconnected with his daughter, his grandson. He's got a love interest. Yeah. I like, I like his sense of humor with his grandson when he was talking about his handshake and and yeah. the stuff he was saying i like jason siegel's story arc how he accepted and finally moved on from his wife passing and but realized his daughter hasn't yet so he kind of let still let her grieve in her own way yeah i like the business i forgot the character that was living with him but he's got his own business going now sean sean yeah, yeah. yeah. sean's got his own business so it was like hitting every single note man in a really good way and a lot of good Ted McGinley, by the way. Uh, I love last few his. I Very love good. his character in this in this show. Yeah, he's um, really anyway, stepped up. Yeah, he's really stepped up. But and then we had the end, and I don't know how I feel about that because I don't want that to consume most of season two. I hope they kind of I don't want to say gloss over it or just like jump through it somehow really quick, but I don't want that right. to be the main topic for season two. Same. But uh, once we start talking about it, someone made a good point, and I'll bring it up. But overall, great, great season, a great season finale. And without that last scene, it would have worked as a series or season finale until yeah. that last moment. Yeah, I feel like they because they got greenlit. I wonder if they thought of that like towards the end as maybe a tack on. Because, again, it really doesn't tie into what was going in the rest of the episode outside of that opening scene. So I wonder if they either shot the bookends late 
or or right. if they planned it all along, I'd be interested to know. Uh, Chris, how did you feel about uh, the finale and how it tied in? Yeah, the uh, the same thing. Uh, I I feel like he, yes, it was all tied up with nice, you know, neat little bow. Yeah. Uh, and then except for that, you know, very end where you know I'm hoping that next season, you know, that yes, they they do touch upon it. They don't completely abandon it. Right. But maybe it's like because he changed how he treated his patients. Right. It'll be a reflection on why it didn't work. Yeah. You know, and he has to reset. And the fact that he's come to terms with the uh, the passing of his wife and his daughter hasn't, you know, that can still be the contention that uh, follows through. Right. In the the second season right but yeah i i just again character is key Mm -hmm. with these shows succeeding and i think all the components work the characters are livened up by the actors that are playing them right i'm sure if you got any other uh actor in those roles it may not work or it'll work a different way yeah this is how it's going uh, we're following them all the way, and I'm hoping for the best in the next season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, more of the same, but you know, hopefully they don't diverge too much. Yeah, my fear is that I don't know how they can't get passes, how it can't be very consuming. True. Because, and, and part of me is like, yes, I know there was a little bit of a lack of drama with a lot of these storylines, like you said. Chris getting tied up in a nice, neat little package there. And it's probably too early to say, like, kill off a Harrison Ford or something and make that the drama. (laughs) They'll probably do that later on if they do it all. So doing something like this, it felt so jarring, which is maybe the point, but it's also... It's so tough because you're rooting for people to get past something traumatic and do something positive, and they are, and everybody's going well, and then you're like, cool, cool, cool. Let's screw that all up. You know, let's yeah. let's really tear it down, and that's why I have mixed feelings about it. I need to see how they're going to handle it and how much it's going to affect the show because I think what was nice about a week-to-week with shrinking is that it was incremental changes, a light a light show, but touching on, you know, harder subjects, but mm-hmm. they did enough yeah. to kind of be this, you know, uh, just again, incremental change. One, uh, sometimes it's two step forward, one step back kind of episodes. And this is like a huge step back. So I don't want to see like someone get put on trial. I don't want to see someone have to speak, you know, cause it's doctor patient privilege, but you know, are you going to be brought up somehow? I don't know. And is that how yeah. much that right there could break up everything that's around him? It could send Jessica Williams away. It could send Harrison Ford away. It could break up that whole practice. So this gets really complicated really fast, depending on how much of it's out there. And for the audience to know everything, you kind of have to have every, every part of it come out at some point because mm-hmm. otherwise it's pretty disingenuous. So, that's where I'm, my concern is. Even though, right. again, I've said all all season long uh, on this show, this was easily my favorite show to watch 
uh, probably thus far this year. And that's with, you know, really good seasons from last of us and other shows that we've like really championed. And man, it just would hurt, you know, to see him take such a, a big step back, but it might happen. It, it's probably, yeah, happen. but this is where you have to have faith in the creative team behind the series that they're not going to go to where you're afraid they're going to go. You know what I mean? The other yeah. good story, the other storyline we have to think about is the Gabby Jimmy thing. Cause I think she is really starting to catch feelings. I don't think she'll sure. say that. Yeah, so where's no that safe go- dick? <laughs> yeah, no more safe dick. So where's that going? But one of my clients was like, "Well, no one's gonna know she pushed them off the cliff." But I'm like, "Yeah, but when they find the body and know who the girlfriend is and know she's seen him for therapy, he's gonna have to disclose that conversation. He's gonna yeah, have for to, him to just what- disappear. Whether they find a body or not, it's gonna be a thing of him putting right. the pieces together." So that's where Jimmy has to break his doctor patient privilege. If he, if they, knowing they had that exact conversation that or however long before. So again, I just have faith in the creative team because they haven't let me down so far that they're going to find a workaround with this. So that's why sometimes you got to have faith in a director. Like they make it work. Yeah. The the big takeaway from this episode is. Boy, she took that literally. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, is that really a doctor's problem at this point? Um, so that's that's a tough beat uh, for Jimmy and for the show. So we'll see. Well, I look forward to it because I just love this show. But, you know, mm-hmm. we'll see how much of that, like we said, consumes all. Um, any other feelings on any of the stuff we talked about? Anybody uh, dipping their toe in anything else? Uh, like you said, we're free agent. I'm a free agent right now, man. Like I got lasso going on right now. So, and I'm not in the succession. So I don't know. I'm like I said, I'm just going to, I'm a free agent. Come find me. Yeah. I watched a couple <laughs> episodes of uh, Daisy Jones and the six. I'm enjoying that thus far. It's very, uh, you know, behind the music meets, you know, the Fleetwood Mac story a little bit and all that stuff. So it's, it's apparently based on a very successful book, but you know, Dude, I guess I'm read. just I'm 40. I, Come on, man. Yeah, I guess I'm just waiting for Barry in a couple weeks. Yeah, that's gonna be killer yep. uh, in all the right ways. Uh, Chris, anything for you? I, I still haven't watched the trailer for Barry. So good for you. <laughs> yeah, I did. I'm sweating bullets every time I see it, though. I'm like, ah, no, nope, not gonna do it. I yeah. was stupid um, enough to look. I looked at the trailer today. Oh, uh, the new s- one. Dude. Yeah. Uh, see, all I needed was the teaser. I'm I'm out on all the. New ones. I know. I I know. I couldn't help myself. I couldn't help myself. (laughs) I know. No, I'm looking for series. Um, uh, I've been told that Swarm is pretty good. uh, Yeah. But I just haven't pulled the trigger on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's like, you know, that's limited series. That's like, you know, may get a second season, may not. Right. Yeah. There's there's Um, a. uh, Oh, sorry to cut you off. No, no, no. That and was, I don't know the I'm, name of the show. I think it's called Power or something with Tony Collette and yeah. the uh, yeah. African-American guy from Ted Lasso in it. Yes. I thought about checking yeah, that's that. That's what I heard. Yeah, I thought about yeah. checking that out. Sam is expanding. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. He's got a new restaurant and a new show. Good for him. Uh, good for him. Yeah, no. Uh, you know, I'm looking forward uh, to Beef. We, uh, you guys up on Beef? That comes out this week, so I think. is that not just uh, – uh, uh, Forgive me for saying this, and you can cut this out, Andrew. 
isn't it just like the Asian changing lanes? Uh, that's the first thing I thought once you were like pitching that. So, yeah, except like not taken as seriously, I guess. It's a little, yeah, little it's all over the place. Yeah. So, and, and yeah. I think it's like a limited series or, or, or whatever else. It's A24 on Netflix, which is wild. That's a whole thing, mm. too. So, I kind of right. want to check it out. Yeah, it's an A24 show. So, um, I want to check mm. it out. You know, it looks. Kind of, I don't know if it's supposed to be fun, but at least it looks entertaining. Um, so definitely yep. looking forward to that. Anything else out there before we wrap it up? Nope. No, that's it. That's it. All right. Good episode as always, guys. Thank you out there for listening. Be sure to come back next week for more recent activity. <laughs>